had a uh, showbiz death today. In fact, I think it happened within the last hour. But it's one of those names that 80% of people would hear and go, I don't know who that is. But for the 20% of us who knew this guy's name and his band, and for anybody who enjoys the music of the Green Day, they were heavily influenced by this band, the Buzzcocks. You kind of get that Green Day is very derivative of this band, right? I thought this was Green Day. If the Buzzcocks had a baby with the Ramones, that baby would be Billy Joe Armstrong, Trey Cool, and Mike Dirt. How old was the, this guy who died? I'm going to say he had to be in his 60s at least, maybe even 70s or 80s. Let's check together. Pete, Shelley, death. Oh, heart attack. 63. Too young. Too young. We had a song during the 80s that uh, got a little bit of play. Homo Sapien. Kind of a weirder number. I'm the shy boy. You're the coy boy. And you know what? Rest in peace, Pete Shelley. And uh, if you ever listen to Green Day, then uh, pour one out for our boy from the Buzzcocks tonight for influencing our favorite Bay Area pop punk band. 727-579-1025 is our number. Um, there's a dad who bullied his daughter to show her that bullying was wrong. Now, you you could argue that it's not bullying your daughter when you make her march outside the car for three miles in the 30-degree weather. She got kicked off her bus for the second time for bullying. Second time. So the dad had enough. And instead of driving her the three miles to school, he chose to have her walk in sub 40 degree temperature while he drove behind her yelling at her and letting the world know what she did. Oh, no. Did he yell? I, just, I heard the beginning of it where he was narrating. I didn't know if it got to the yelling part. Uh, I, well, I don't know if he, yeah, he oh. spoke loud enough to be heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> to me, that's yelling. Is this okay or not okay? Look, I imagine it feels horrible when you've got a bully for a kid. I've only had to have one conversation with my son probably about four or five years ago. He and a bunch of other kids, of course, ganged up on one kid in the neighborhood because that crap happens. And you have one conversation where you go, this is not acceptable. Think about how it feels to be the bullied as opposed to the bully. And then hopefully you don't have to deal with it again. But what if it does happen again? What do you do? This? I guess. Well, the for me, the only wrong part about all of this is that you post it on social media. Because mm. then you take it from being a, a message or a lesson for your child to making it about you and making it about getting likes and comments and things on, on social media. Right. I don't see the need to share it because then, then you really are publicly shaming and embarrassing your child when you could have just been teaching a lesson. That is the bullying part. Uh, listen to this video. 
let's see, I gotta click off the sound. In shot this morning. This lovely lady is my 10 year old daughter who has, for the second time this school year, been kicked off the school bus due to bullying another student. Let me make this extremely clear. Bullying is unacceptable, especially in my household. Friday, when my daughter brought home her paperwork for her bus suspension, she said, Daddy, you're going to have to take me to school next week. As you see this morning, she is learning otherwise. <laughs> She's walking approximately 30 to 40 feet in front of the car with her backpack and a downtrodden head. A lot of children today feel that the things their parents do for them is a right and not a privilege. He's one of those. Such as parents taking their children to school in the morning or even bus rides to school in the morning. All of that is a privilege and should be treated as such. I'm pretty sure that transportation to and from school is a right and not a privilege, but you parent your way, guy. So today, my beautiful daughter is going to walk five miles to school in 36 degree weather. I know a lot of you parents are not going to agree with this, but that is all right. Because I'm doing what I feel is right to teach my daughter a lesson and to stop her from bullying. So children, if you're watching this, please <laughs> understand that bullying is unacceptable everywhere and will not be tolerated. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> a lot to unpack there. I, I'm going to say this. What? I fully support it. I don't know how I would have felt about this before I had a kid, but but I heard that Baby Kush at her school, she likes to take other people's lunch. Oh. And I was I was horrified. Yeah. I told Phoebe, I was like, how do we stop this? She goes, you can't. It's, just, it's cute. It's fun right now. Right. But if I found out, that because I'm so fearful that I don't think she's going to be a bully, but of course you don't want to ever have that happen. Of course. So they say she's the life of the class. I don't know how far she's going to take that. Right. Uh, but he's not putting his hands on her, and I believe... If you don't learn your lesson after this, I don't know what happens, but I, I, I hope she's going to learn after she has to walk to school. I agree. Probably not the best move to put it online, but he's he's giving parents that maybe aren't that creative other options other than than hitting. I, as, a, as a passionate and avid anti-spanker, I have to be okay with any form of punishment that does not inflict physical or emotional harm. I'm not 100% convinced that because he filmed this and made it public, I'm not sure this doesn't have emotional harm from a humiliation perspective. So I think it's possible to punish without humiliating. This is light years better than spanking. I just think sending it out and making it go viral takes it a step into the cruel. Is this okay or is this not okay? 727-579-1025. Drew Grab Live, who are you? Brian. Brian, is this okay May or not okay? It's not okay. I mean, it's a form of bullying himself with his own kid. I mean, he's bullying his kid into doing stuff. Is it There's bullying because it, he made it public, or is it bullying even if he keeps it private? It's not okay. Because he made, well, he made it public, but also, yeah, privately. It, it, however, but now he's embarrassed the little girl. 
I mean, come on. I mean, you haven't got to do it that way. But, hey, like he said, that's his parenting. It's just not the way I would do it. I got you. So, to you, it's not okay. And, and I think and we don't have the details of what – you know, she was doing to other students. But if I was a parent of a child who was being bullied, you know, I, I would love to see something like this. I would love to see parents holding their child responsible for, for what they're doing. It, you know this better because, you you know, Xander's older. What percentage of parents, when they go, hey, your kid's a bully, go, not my kid? 95. Exactly. He, he knows. He's embracing it, and he's trying to do something about that. He's looking for creative solutions. I don't have as much of a problem with the punishment as I do his public humiliation of his daughter, which, if we're going to be honest, borders on bullying himself to show that bullying is wrong. So that part of it, I'm not a fan of, and I don't think it was necessary. And if I'm the parent of one of those kids who got bullied, you bet your sweet ass that I'm riding alongside her the whole way, put my feet up on my mom and dad's headrest and going, ah, sure is warm in here. I, I wonder, when you listen to what he says... And, you know, it is what he's doing, bullying, outside of the fact that he shared it online. Because, I mean, the words that he said, he wasn't saying anything bad about his daughter. He referred to her as my beautiful daughter. He talked about the fact that she looked as a, as a ride, as a right rather than a privilege. But he wasn't demeaning her. He wasn't out the window no, no. yelling at her. No. I mean, what he had to say about her and what happened was, was fairly respectful. I don't even know if he was bullying her. Minus the... Making it go viral, I don't know that he is bullying her. But making it go viral and putting her on public spectacle, I think that crosses the line into bullying. So you said you talked to Xander one time and he stopped, but what happened? Yeah. What, what if he didn't stop after oh, you talked to him? I don't know what I would have done, man. If he turned out to be a little dickhead like some of the kids he grew up with, I do not know what I would do. Then it's, then it's an angry talk. It really is. Like I, I, I talked to him about when he had some friends who had problems and stuff. I talked to him about them. Like, well, what do their dads do? And they go, nothing. They, they feel helpless. And I would sit there and I'd go, well, God, how, how could you do that? How could you ever give up? But then I don't know what it's like to have to over and over again go, hey, quit being a dick. Quit being a little jerk. This is what you do. You put oh. him on blast. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Is it okay or not okay what this dad did? Not okay. It's not okay. You sound like you're asking me. I don't know. Is that the way you feel? I wasn't sure that I was on here. I apologize. Oh, right. um, yeah, it is the way I feel. I, I, I think it's. Not okay, and the reason that I believe that it's not okay is because I think that he was doing, put it online mm -hmm. to get some sort of uh, recognition for himself, mm -hmm. and I think that kind of takes away from the lesson that he's trying to teach his daughter. I mean, why blast it out there if you're, uh, yeah. is it really helping anybody else? I don't know if it takes away from the lesson. I appreciate the call. She's got the lesson, and she's got the message loud and clear. I don't think you'll see her bullying anybody again. Listen. Just from the looks of this walk, it looks like they're in a small town. I I doubt with this guy there's going to be a lot of fanfare or reaction. He might get a couple of fist bumps at the you know self pump gas station, but that's probably it. Not full service. Uh no, oh yeah, full service where they put it yeah, in for you. Yeah, yeah, that that's the town he lives in. Yeah, he pulls up where it goes ding ding, and yeah. some guy dressed in white comes out and goes, "Hey, how you doing there, Mister Bully?" <laughs> and I don't think there's any aspect of child abuse in the fact that she's walking no. however many miles in oh, 36 no. degree. You know, like that's she's gonna be okay. Yeah, no, the physical exercise part of it. Even in the cold, I don't necessarily have a problem. I mean, she clearly has a winter coat and hat on, like she was prepared for the elements. Sure. I'd be driving alongside her blasting stereo. <laughs> oh, hey, girl. Well, 
know I'm gonna be what, oh, the song? Be the oh, no, I, oh, you know it'll be a better one? When I go out, yeah, I know Just for I'm the facetiousness be, of it? Be... Hey, darling. You, uh, you walking on sunshine? I am. Drew Gobble Live, uh, is it okay or not okay that this dad made his girl walk miles to school in the cold and put it on the social medias? 100% okay, and I'm a school teacher. That's okay. Oh, boy, I bet you'd uh, love to make your students do this, right? Kids, I'm first of all, I'm a father, and kids are so... All they think is... You'll give them something. You'll do something for them. Mm-hmm. This guy taught him a lesson. Mm-hmm. I have no social media at all. None. I don't. I don't. The social media part of it to me is irrelevant. I don't like social media. Oh, good but, for you. But the the lesson that he did and what he taught his child and what he did for his child is absolutely one hundred percent perfect. And they more parents need to quit coddling and babying so the kids all expect everything mm. and let them start learning lessons. That's why we have the type of people that we have in society today. Oh, and that's why things are the way they are. Okay. Thank, everybody- thank you. Okay. All right. Wait, uh, what type of people are in society? I don't know. The guy's a seething <laughs> cauldron of rage, and he's about to tip out hot oil on all of us. It is safe to say that in... That bullying now, you know, current day, present day, is much worse than it was when I was a kid, when you guys were kids. It's gotten worse, right? Well, define worse. We've progressed in certain areas as a society technologically, and we've regressed when it comes to social graces and empathy. I'm not in school, but it seems like children or kids or teenagers have a little bit more of a vicious side than maybe they did in years past. Correct. Well, I think the vicious side has always been there, but it's just easier to act upon it because of social media. You can call anyone anything, sometimes anonymously. Was it vicious when I was in seventh grade computer class and this kid named Jamie uh, that I was sitting next to would punch me in my arm repeatedly every single day and I'd go home and it was purple and green and my mom would ask what happened and I would just make up all these lies because he just he would hit me every single day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's not vicious. Yeah. No, that's vicious. Yeah, that's, I, that's what I thought. You yeah. were bullied. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was bullied up until I was an intern here, so. <laughs> I don't think it stopped that. It was a rough stretch. I listened to College Boy and Napoleon. They bullied you um i uh we talked to in fact the uh, wife of a kid i went to high school with who i uh, i used to be pretty brutal with him verbally never physically just verbally and then i remember he wore his fruit of loom underpants mm. with the tag facing outwards and i pointed it out to the entire class oh god that's you remember her name what was her name you remember the wife of the uh high school classmate that i had she called up randomly um, this can be what if you give me until the end of the show. No, I will give you until Mrs. the end of this. Yep. Seagram's. You're so close. You I, know got the I, right. I know I am. I know I am. Mrs. Uh, S- yeah. Yep. Come on. Seaman. What is wrong? Why? What? It's the fry burger. Man, he never used to be like this. Yeah, yeah. You really <laughs> were a sweet man, John. You. Is that S E A M E A N that you were spelling out? Like uh, it was actually C E E E E M E E N. C man. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Like CeeLo Green's brother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Like CeeLo without the drug yeah. girls. Okay. Um, Mrs. Um, Schnellenberger. Yeah. S T. 
Stallworth. No. Sta- Stalin. You're so close. I know. Stallone. Stally Sai. Uh, no. Stally uh, Burger. No. no, no. Stally Sally. Uh, first four letters are uh, are this. Stoops. Stesnick. Stanick. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got it. Good job. I think I said it first. Good job, John. Thank you. You got disqualified from, from some of your earlier guesses, John. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I cleaned that up. I, I bully. I, I wouldn't even call this bullying, but right. in fifth grade, there was a girl in front of me who was going to sit down, and I pulled her chair out, right. and she fell backwards and hit her head on the desk behind, oh, no. like and like fell out. Like she was she was severely hurt. They took her away. The nurse had to come and take her away. I was suspended, <laughs> and then I, I never I never did enough. Like I Good. felt so bad that right. I never did anything remotely mean to anybody through Good. through high school. All right, so attempted murder changed John's <laughs> yeah, path. Really I, I mean, I remember just because I think you know I don't I don't think before I do. If you've noticed that, I have. And I just pulled the chair out, and I'll never forget her hair just her head just slamming in <sighs> to the desk behind her, oh. and just like she, I don't know if she was out cold, but she didn't get up. How how old were you guys? Fifth grade. What? You know what? What? If I was her dad, I would have beat John up. If yeah. I was her dad, right, yeah. yeah. Fifth grader, I'd beat up a fifth grader. Yeah. I, I, I felt so bad. You could slap him once in the face, open handed, as hard as you can. You probably looked like a seventh grader, right? Oh, probably. You yeah. had a full beard. Yeah. Like, taking your ass down on the playground. Drew Grab Alive, who are you? Miss Richardson's class. Oh. Hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. Uh, hey, great ah. show, guys. Thank you. Anyways, uh, I just wanted to say, yeah, it's definitely not okay. It's uh, not like okay. My son, you should uh, discipline him behind closed doors, but I'm ride or die for my son. So if my son came to me and told me that he uh, killed somebody, me and him are uh, hiding a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds kind of weird when he says that. I mean, I, when I say it, I feel like it's okay. I feel like with he has the accent, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I, he appears much smarter that he could actually get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Australian, not British. They're not smart down there. They're Aborigines. I think most most parents would, even if they deny it. Oh, sure. Seven two seven five seven nine one two five. Well, it's one of those situations that a you hope you're never in, and b you don't know how you're going to react until you're in that situation. I don't want to spend my golden years running from the law. I could see uh, little baby Gertrude being oh, a potential yeah. murderer. She's, she's definitely, definitely going to take somebody. Oh, out. dude, she's going to be she's going to be the finalist in a beauty contest at about thirteen years old, and then a couple of girls are going to look at her wrong and make some anti-Semitic remarks, and she's going to the, cut them. That's not how I see it. I see her being at a party. She's fifteen years old. Some guy gets a little handsy ice pick right through the jugular. Right. She Wraps him up in carpet, puts yep. it in the trunk, rolls up to Big Daddy Cush's yep. house, and says, "Dad, I've made a terrible mistake. Please right. help me get rid of this body." And he does, and he does, and he does. Puts it in the wood chipper, yep. lays it out, lays yeah, it out. Daddy and new mommy yep. help him find, uh, help help to get rid of the kid. So, 15 years from now, John, you envision me as a guy who has a wood chipper because that is pretty cool for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that is interesting. You're probably gonna have to rent one. Well, the wood chipper was the wood chipper was a gift from uh, from Phoebe and her new husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Why am I why am I chipping wood? Uh, I don't know. They figure yeah. you're living out in the remote. Yeah. Uh, you can't you've, afford a house. Where in my life? Why did this take such a dark no, turn? At this point in your life, you've become obsessed with your lawn. That's yeah. the only thing you care about. So yeah. you're all about making your yeah. own mulch. Yeah. So it's the only thing so, you can love that won't leave. I you. hate yeah. mulch though. I know. No, you, you hate, hate it now because yeah, because yeah, yeah. you love things and, and they then, love you back. And then Phoebe and her new husband Tyrone. They just sit around and they're like, you know, what's the one thing that makes Seth happy? And it's his lawn and his mulch. So they they get you a wood chipper, high end too. People call him Tyrone. His real name is Lamarcus. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and what? They're just they come over and they just bang on my well, wood chipper, right? No, That's what well, they do. No, and I'm just no, inside. No, no, yeah. No, no, no. Well, it's a nice wood chipper. Uh, it's interesting though because she kept your last name and then he took your last name. Yeah. So it's He's uh, Lamar Tyrone, Tyrone Kushner. Kushner. Yeah. LT they call him. Yeah. Hung. Woo, Lieutenant Hung. Just, I mean, oh my the gosh. guy just. Woof. I mean, like when he's walking, you hear just. Woof. 
Okay, well, I'm hung for my new woman. I got oh, yeah, all no, the, I got l- l- women lighting up because they know that I've got a, a wood no, chipper. No. At this point in your life, you're very downtrodden. You've there, you actually oh, have yeah. a uh, they've got a restraining order against you at Kawa because yep. you've been you've been just coming up there yep. just too often making inappropriate jokes. You know, yep. talking about your glory, glory days, days when you yeah. used to oh, work there. Oh, I used to work here. The girls and I yeah. used to get real handsy with each yeah. other. I can make a mean scone, ladies. Let me glaze your scone. They're like, oh, creeps back. I would hit on baristas if I was single. Of course you would. I'm a loser. I like making up Seth's fake future life. You're kind of half right. But with what part? Minus uh, everything, pretty much. Oh, okay, good. I thought we nailed it. You guys have given me nothing, nothing to look forward to. You got a wood chipper, bud. A pair, I have a healthy daughter, but my life has gone to hell. But oh, I'm she like, lives with LaMarcus. I'm, oh, she... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She doesn't live with you. She just can't, she just knew that there'd be nobody at your house and it'd be a safe place to take a dead body. Well, if she's turned to me over Lamarcus. That's a good sign that she that like she still looks well, at he's me. He's a law abiding. Yeah, citizen, yeah. He's like, actually yeah. he's he's actually with yeah. the uh, the the highway patrol. Yeah, he's a highway patrol. Yeah, one of those big like highway patrol cops, like six four. Yeah, he wears two twenty five. He wears the hat, muscle, like the, the, hat. the mounty hat, mirrored sunglasses while he's laying it to Phoebe. Like he wears all of that. He's he wears like, the hat while he's giving yeah, it to her. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It's a mounty hat, but she calls yep. it the mount me hat. Right, right. And then he takes off the sunglasses like they do, like when they're gonna say something serious. Right at that moment, he takes off the sunglasses and he goes. I'm going to let you off with a warning. And then then what happened? You don't want to know. Yeah. What's the warning? You man? don't you don't want to know. What is my I got nothing. I'm not I'm not laying it down in sunglasses and a big hat. I'm not I'm not screwing. Not Look, at this point. You got a happy life with your very well fertilized lawn. Dude, I'm I'd be scoring left and right yard of the month. 10, 10 weeks, yeah. uh, 10 months in a row. Oh, every month. That's the only thing you have to look forward to other than your child support bill is that uh, is that you get a nice sign in your yard saying, uh, scummy bachelor pad neighborhood. <laughs> it says that this guy's the lawn of the month. Way to go. Yeah, because I don't know how you're envisioning it, but they're living in the house that you're living in now. You're in a new yeah. house down the road, oh, and it's, sure. the neighborhood's really, it's yeah. rough. Okay, well. Wrong this, side of the track. This doesn't look good. Yeah, so. it's actually in Pinellas Park. How, how accurate are you guys are predicting lives? Because uh, <laughs> I hope you're 0 for 1 after this. Time will tell, my friend. <laughs> Time will tell. Unrelated, uh, dinner with LaMarcus this weekend. So, all right, uh, we're going to come back, and uh, we are looking for – God, we, we do a lot of really weird bet we can't get on this show. I get the feeling someone will own up to this one. I mean, I could see people acting like they've done it, but I feel like uh, with this audience, probably 20% of the people listening have done this. That's what I'm thinking, like, but but will they admit it? Because it's a really crappy thing to admit to. Like, if you admit to have done this to someone, you're a lousy person. I bet someone would admit to doing it if they regret it, and either they were caught or they just decided it was a horrible thing to do. Well, we're looking for you regardless, and stay on the line if you want to weigh in on uh, Uber Dad uh, making his kid walk to school while he berates her on the social media. It's the holidays, and it's Italiano Insurance and Metropolitan Ministries want to help you make a lot of children happy in our area this holiday season. You can help by bringing new children's toys to Italiano's Swan and McDill office through December 21st. Uh, Italiano Insurance, a family-owned business. They've been in our community and serving our community for about 57 years. When you go in there, they care about you. They care about each other. It's a nice, cozy family office environment. And all they want to do is take a look at your insurance and see where you might be overinsured or you might be paying too much on your premiums. And they can save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Let them do that for you. 813 813- 
877-7799 or go to italianoinsurance.com and get a free quote. Over 18,000 underprivileged children throughout Tampa Bay received toys last year from Metropolitan Ministries thanks to your efforts. This year, Italiano Insurance asks you to give even more. Give them a call, 813-877-7799 or stop by through December 21st to learn how you can help at their Swan. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.